Hello, guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Regan's Rugby Strength and Conditioning. Got a solo podcast for you today. Haven't done a solo one in a couple of months because I've been hammering all these legendary guests that I've been working really hard to get on the show. Um, but now it's me talking. I'm actually talking in my free Facebook group, Regan's Rugby First Team. At any point, someone might join in and join in on this chat um, because I have an open, sorry, this is an open chat with the guys in the group. But uh, if they don't join in, I've got a few questions that they've asked me um, today just to run through. And they've asked me in the week. So I thought it would be fun to chat through. Um, and whilst I'm on this, I'm going to go back because there's a few questions. I'm first going to cover the questions that the two chaps asked me directly because maybe they're going to watch live and maybe they're going to get the most from it. And what I tend to do with these questions, like before I do these videos or Q&As. I just think of the topics from the week. I don't research. I don't spend an hour thinking of the most scientific, perfect answer because that isn't me and that's not the experience you'll get if I was helping you. Um, I just like to answer it on my current knowledge and what I currently know because that's being honest. There's no point in someone asking me a question and then me spending an hour becoming a fucking expert on that one question and then if someone stumps me on something else I can't answer it so you, what I'm going to answer is just the immediate things that pop in my head um, and if not if and as you know me I'm probably going to ramble on and talk about a few other few other topics so one of the questions from Tell was about what are my views on using supplements to naturally optimize your testosterone um, so by supplements to naturally optimize, I'm guessing you mean non-performance enhancing drug supplements, um, which I would say like most supplements, um, they probably work to a couple of percent, but as I'll get into the second question from someone, a lot of these supplements, a lot of these products, I think are fucking bullshit. They're marketing bullshit. The names are made to make them sound fucking amazing, like super anabolic protein and muscle gainer 6,000. Sounds like Harry Potter's Nimbus 2000 broomstick. Um, so testosterone boosting supplements, I've not taken any. Um, I've researched them. I've researched the performance enhancing drugs, not taken them, but I did Strongman for years and obviously a lot of the top guys all the top guys who were honest shared about it. Um, so using supplements to naturally optimize testosterone, I can't give you any, any suggestions. I can't give you any of my favorites because I haven't done it. And I actually think that using supplements and relying on supplements alone is not the best way to attack any fitness or health or mental health issue. <clears throat> um, most of it can be resolved yourself, either through your lifestyle, either through your diet. So I'll talk about what I do know I haven't actually researched natural testosterone optimizing for many, many years. Off the top of my head, what would come to mind? Number one is sleep. You need to make sure you're getting enough sleep. Um, seven to eight hours should be a minimum. I know busy dads, busy guys can't, maybe not can't do that, but won't do that because they feel it's not necessary, but your body needs to uh, recharge the 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 chemicals in your body need to even out again after a super stressful job a lot of cortisol can rise stressful life um from whatever reason you need your body to recharge overnight so getting seven to eight hours of sleep is very important 
Um, I haven't researched this in a while and I'm just going to be honest. I'll be as honest as I can. I know obviously a real basic one is getting quality food in. Um, actually, here's a good one, which I just remembered. Uh, getting high quality fats. Oh, I can't remember the science behind it because I haven't researched it in a while. But getting high quality fats is like a predecessor to creating protein. And that's why a lot of people experience um, testosterone, sorry, testosterone, not protein, testosterone, low testosterone is because they have these super low fat diets like chicken breast and broccoli all day every day whereas you need fats in your diet to produce testosterone damn it i wish i knew it off by heart but i didn't but that is definitely a fact and i'm gonna recap it so getting some quality fats don't have super low fats don't have chicken breast fucking rabbit breast and all these really lean meats don't avoid fats because they're very important for a lot of the internal processes in your body. Um, fats in a food is not the same as fat stored on your body if you have excess calories and don't exercise. Um, so don't be afraid of eating fats because they are directly linked to your testosterone. What else is there? I'm trying to think because, like I said, I'm not just going to read a bunch of articles so I can pretend to be smarter than I am. Natural testosterone production, sleep, high quality food, high fat contents. I'm going to go on the next question. So that's the median answers. Tell. Hope that's okay. Oh, I was going to talk about actually funny examples. Again, hands up, not from my experience, but I've seen a lot of powerlifters, bodybuilders, rip the shit out of testosterone boosters um, and they would basically say you can buy a month's worth of testosterone boosters for fifty dollars these are american guys or you can buy testosterone like this the steroid i don't even know i'm probably getting these terms wrong for like 150 dollars, and they're just like you're going to get two percent change if you have this fucking store-bought one and you're going to get 50 change if you buy juice now i'm not commending buying juice and getting on the juice but that's my current knowledge of it. Again, it's not personal experience, it's just things I've researched and found. Next question was from James. My views on energy drinks. So he mentioned Sneak Energy, which I looked on their website because he sent it to me and it looks like all the other stuff that is out there, as opposed to Monster or Rockstar. So I think that fizzy energy drinks are a load of trash. Um, they might give you some energy, but at what cost? Like, if you look, I think there's a general rule of thumb. If you can't pronounce anything on the side of a packet, don't have it. There's some exceptions, but I know people that bosh monster every single day or they have a, a calorie-free monster before they go to the gym at eight o'clock and they wonder why they can't sleep at night. Um, generally, these big brand name energy drinks, I'm, I'm using quotation marks, in my opinion, are a load of trash. Um, the one that James suggested, I looked on their website, it seems exactly the same. It's pre-workouts, it's calorie-free energy, which kind of makes no sense. Not no sense, but you kind of want calories. So there's two ways of looking at this. If you're looking at a performance angle, you need some energy to do your workouts hard. If that's if you're looking at high performance, if you're looking at competing at a high level, getting a better running time, running a marathon, or if you're looking to lose weight, then low calorie options are great. And the main ingredient in most of these energy drinks is caffeine, which is obviously the same as a coffee, 
Um, and there's a lot less damaging things in a black coffee, which might be five calories, than a fucking half liter of Monster, which is probably with the sugar in it, three, 400 calories with a load of shit you can't pronounce and you don't even know what's going into it. Um, plus a black coffee at home might cost you 10p, even if it's a real brewed coffee. Um, and a monster is going to be well, one pound at least, maybe more depending on where you're getting it. Um, so I don't think there's energy, those energy drinks are great. Another topic which is linked to this, if you feel like your motivation is low and you can't make yourself have a workout, it may be that your motivation is not high enough. Uh, maybe you don't have a real goal. Maybe you don't feel like you need that workout. And that might be the reason that you are, you have no motivation because most guys, when they join, well, I'm going to say all guys, when they're joining my plan, the week before they join, their motivation is low. They give up early. They can't be bothered. And suddenly when they join the plan, they get a goal, they get a plan, they get a coach. They're all absolutely buzzing to smash every workout that I give them. So, so maybe you need, maybe commitment and motivation is an issue rather than trying to give yourself a little kick before a workout. Um, one thing I do when I am low energy, because I know you get those days and if it's a physical job, you are physically depleted of energy. Something that Thor Bjornsson has done, and I've seen it done by powerlifters, is having pure honey. Now, yes, there's some sugar in it, but at least it is just honey if you get a real one, not one of those crappy squeezy tube ones. Um, one tablespoon, not tablespoon, teaspoon. <laughs> teaspoon of honey, bash it in your mouth. Probably between five and 10 grams of sugar, a quick hit. The taste of the sugar is gonna obviously um, give you that sugar feeling. And sometimes, some studies would say, that uh, it can trick your body to thinking that it's got more of an energy boost than it has than it does actually just by having the taste of the sugar. Um, sometimes I do that when I'm low energy, but that is when that if I if I would want to drop a load of weight, that would not be something I would do every workout. But if I need to fuel myself, if I've got an hour and a half of whatever, may, I like to train before my rugby sessions. So if I had an hour of my own training and then an hour and a half of training the team. To have to push me through, maybe I would have a, a spoon of honey and a coffee. No, I wouldn't have a coffee that late. Wouldn't have coffee. Um, and this brings me on to so, boys, if you're watching live, let me know if that's fine. Um, if that kind of answers your questions, and it kind of leads on to my next topic, which was about goal setting. Um, and obviously, goal setting is really important for sticking to your plan giving you a reason to to run that 5k to to feel tired and to push yourself um and this came into mind because i i put something in in the group and obviously often when i talk to new people and i ask them so what so so, so you know before i ask them anything they just say something like yeah i need help with core full stop and that's like the most useless answer ever like it's like walking into a builders builders merchants and say, yeah, I like, uh, I need help with wood, or I need help with plumbing. Like it's such a huge broad term, you haven't figured out what you're trying to do, why you're trying to do it, what you've done in the past. Um, so getting your goal right is going to get your question right when you're asking a coach or asking for help. Like if I'm we've got loads of garden work going on. If I'm on, on Google or if I'm asking someone who's a gardener, if I just said, yeah, I'm having, I'm, having problems with, I'm having problems with my garden. 
and then they'd be like, okay. And then suddenly that if I'm asking, if I'm asking the question, I'm like, why can't you answer my question? I'm having troubles with my garden. Obviously you're a gardener, you know what to do. And some people ask me a question like, yeah, yeah just struggling with, uh, with my training. I'm just like, the fuck does that mean? Everyone struggles with their training. So, so if you get your goals right, you might get your question right. Um, and it's good to set a couple of goals. And a good thing with goals is things that are tangible, things that are measurable. Body weight is one of them, but obviously it's a big thing that a lot of people um, are concerned about. How you visually look is important. However, it's, it's harder to see the little changes. Obviously, my keen coaching eye, I can usually tell even a couple of kilo difference in photos. Um, but unless you've got someone who's done it before, you might not be able to see a difference unless you've dropped like a stone plus, which might take you a month or more. So it's quite demoralizing. Um, what else do you measure? Your performance. It could be your 3K runtime, your 5K runtime. It could be how many push-ups you've done, your bench press. It could be how many minutes of a game you played. It could just be frequency of training. Did you do two workouts that week? Did you do five? Were you meant to do five and you did three? Why is that? It could be your frequency of monitoring your nutrition. Did you do it for the whole week? Did you skip out on a few snacks? So if you have a couple of things that you're monitoring at the same time, that means that you can tick them off each week. And if you have four goals, say one was lose two stone, um, see my see my abs, um, log my food six days a week, and the last one would be um, improve my 5K by five minutes, whatever. You've got four things. And if they're on the wall or on your spreadsheet or on your phone, it means you can check back at them every week. And if you're if you're getting at least two or three of them progressing each week, that's that's good. And you get a bit of a kick and it's pushing you forward. Whereas if if you were now just thinking, oh, this video is really good and I'm going to start a training plan. You said to myself, I'm going to lose two stone. You put on your phone, you make a screensaver, I will lose two stone. And then that's the only thing you're managing, you're monitoring. The week that it doesn't go down, because it's not always steady, you may give up. You have a high chance of giving up because you're only tracking one thing. And we've not even gone to the, the motivations of that goal, um, which I haven't spoke about, which is on any of the videos. So maybe look at that because I'm not going to repeat myself all the time. But you want to find out the motivations, why you want to do that one, two, three or four goals. And the why is going to keep you doing it when it's rainy and when you get home from work at nine o'clock and when your family are eating pizza and you've got to have a normal meal. So set yourself some goals, find out the, the why, and that will motivate you a lot. Um, what's the next topic I was going to talk about? Managing your nutrition whilst working away. This is an example from a guy who's on my program now, Matt, not sure if he's watching this. Um, he works away offshore and for a week of his plan, he was away and he was just given microwave meals. Now, microwave meals as a whole, generally not, quotation marks, healthy for you. Usually highly processed, a lot of salt in there, quite a bit of junk in there. And obviously microwave is not not great way of reheating anyway. Um, but what we did, it, I just said to him, well, what can we do? We can either, well, in fact, I can't remember how I, how I put it across to him, but we didn't have a choice apart from to use these microwave meals. Like he was away offshore and they were giving him breakfast, lunch, dinner, and a snack or two. Um, and once we looked at the microwave meals, 
total calorie wise, they weren't too bad. I think he said there were small portions and like, it may have been a spaghetti bolognese one day, it may have been like the meals, like the name of the meals were okay. The ingredients, because they're microwave meals, were probably not the best, but the total calories and macros weren't that bad. So basically, we just had to, we just had to figure out, like, okay, for this week, we can't do much. Um, if anything, you might be eating a bit less than you normally do, but at least it's having less rather than someone in for, rather than them buying you pizza every lunch and Ben and Jerry's every evening. Um, and uh, he still lost weight over the two weeks. He still smashed all of his workouts. And the same can be said if you're if you're away. I mean, if you're on a, I know a lot of guys if they're on business trips, if if, if they're going to another city or another country, a lot of people might use that as an excuse to eat out a lot because it's on the company and you can drink all night and you're not paying for it, so why not? Um, for you guys, you can you have you have all. It's just motivation and willpower because every you there's there's healthy restaurants everywhere. There's healthy meals you can have everywhere. And when you're at a buffet breakfast at a hotel, you've got all the selection. You can choose to have bacon and sausage and six bits of toast with butter on it and whatever else might be really unhealthy. Or you can choose to have some scrambled egg, some sliced meat, some fruit, bosh, but that's up to you. And for the other guys who might be working on a site, it, I know it is more difficult, but prepping ahead is the best thing to do or some people say yeah we get a kebab every day well every kebabery has a chicken sheesh and rice and chicken sheesh is chicken breast and rice is rice there's nothing wrong with that um, you're choosing to have a donna meat you're choosing to have i don't even know kebab meals anymore meat and chips you're choosing to do that and if you have a little bit of willpower you can uh, get around it prepping is prepping is the best way and it might seem like a bit of a slog if you're prepping on a Sunday afternoon for a couple of days, but that, that one hour of prepping for a month or two is going to mean that you will be a couple of stone lighter at the end, rather than that one episode of Game of Thrones, which I'm watching now, which has completely taken over my evenings. You can either watch one episode and be like, that was fun, and then you can still be overweight and not enjoy yourself, or... You pause that one episode, you do your meal prep, you have most things done for the week, you get a healthy shop, you prep your healthy snacks, some rice cakes, some raw veg, some, some biltongs, whatever, and then you're going to be able to chip away and you're going to stop using the excuse that you are working away because that is all it is. Um, I'm going to go back onto my video and see if it's still rocking and rolling. Yep, still rocking and rolling. Sweet. So I had one more topic for today. Um, and this was more a tactic that I, that I used, which I don't implement on everyone, but, but I think is a good one to follow. So if you maybe have been training for a while, you've lost a little bit of weight and it might be plateauing, um, rather than just thinking about a workout, because if you're working from home, I've been experiencing it, I have a laptop-based job right now, you won't move all day apart from your workout. You might go to the kitchen, to the front room. Luckily, if you're lucky, you have a dog and you take them out. Rocky doesn't go for walks anymore. We let them out on the field. Um, but that's not much activity. And doing one workout for 30, 40 minutes will not equal out sitting all day. So what I told one of my clients who um, actually posted in this group about his change, um, a few days ago, I said, make a rule of having one workout a day. Well, we did five workouts a week. So for each day, 
do one workout and one um one how do i phrase this activity one measurement of activity but basically do one workout and do some activity that day um, which basically means something where you're moving for around 30 minutes so that could be walking to the shop instead of driving it could be playing footy with his son it could be a little yoga stretching routine another one was uh cleaning the house i use cleaning the house as a workout like i know it's annoying we don't like it but i'll just put some headphones in and i'll just bosh it out and if i'm sweating at the end and hopefully it's double double benefit um and that's what we did and, and he got used to that he got used to he's got a workout before workout workout before work at 30 at 30 for 30 minutes and in the afternoon or with his son or something in the evening he would do some activity play some footy go for a walk walk somewhere instead of driving and uh, and that's a good thing to think about it's not just workouts you need to get your daily activity up as well i'm experiencing that i don't know if i've said this on one of our podcasts before but obviously when i was in a gym demonstrating moving weights lugging things for five six seven hours a day it was really easy to keep weight off now i have now regan's rugby is my job i have a desktop a laptop a desk-based job and um i need to do more stuff i need to walk more i need to someone uh, message me I need to walk more. I need to. Um... I was distracting when people message me. Oh, they just popped up again. Fuck. I'm going to close. I'm going to close the stuff in the background because it's popping up and distracting me. Um, where was I? Whatever. One workout, one daily activity. Um, and that's good. That's maintainable. It's not crazy. And this guy doing home workouts. If you're at a gym, then each workout might be 20, 30 minutes travel and then at least an hour because you want to get your money's worth. Um, but if you're at home, you're doing some home workouts, try and aim for one workout. Oh my God, my voice is croaking like hell today. One workout. Um, workout, run, body weight, rugby training, whatever, and another piece of activity because uh, we were meant to run, jump, hunt, kill, and not sit at a desk all day. Look at that, getting deep for the for you at the end. Getting deep in a philosophical sense, not deep in balls deep. I'm sure no one thought that, but I've just brought the tone down at the end of this video and podcast. Anyway, I'm gonna wrap it up there, about 30 minutes. That'll be plenty for you. Um, if you're on the video, do me a favor and like it. If you're watching or if you're watching the replay, comment replay. And if you listen to the podcast, if you have any questions, find me on Facebook, Instagram, or email me, regansrugby at gmail.com. I'll be happy to answer your questions. Have a good day. Have a good week. Much love. Peace out.